Welcome to another amazing episode of Kazi's Audio Experience. This is the podcast where we're not only going to sharpen our technical skills, but we're going to learn to become profitable as filmmakers. What's going on, guys? Welcome to another live. And today we're going to be talking about how to stay motivated during the holidays. You guys know how this works. I'm only going to share my experiences and what I do to stay productive. I really want to thank you guys for sending in questions because this was supposed to be, you know, me preaching and telling you what I do to stay productive. But you guys loaded me, loaded me with so many epic questions that it's going to turn into a dialogue sort of thing. I'm going to answer these questions and I'm going to sprinkle my experience on top of it. Okay. First of all, let me tell you this. I'm going to start off with making a confession. Okay. Right now, my productivity is down to about 30 to 40% than my usual 110%. So let me deep dive into and tell you what my message is to you. Okay. What is happening? Why is this good? Is it bad? Like, you know, what should we do? So let me just say this during the holiday season, slow down. That is something that you probably wouldn't expect, you know, coming from from me, right? I'm one of those guys that are always telling you to push, 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 push. Let me give you a method to my madness. Okay. So what used to happen to me is that uh, obviously during the holidays, everything is just kind of slows down. Even businesses slow down free. If you're a freelancer, you're going to be getting less work. So I would just try to stay productive. I would try to stay at my 100%, but I would be fighting that battle because one, there's not a lot of work. So there's not much for me to do, but I still want to stay productive. I want to still keep my good habits. And what would happen is that I would be fighting with that and not making that happen. I would be getting less sleep because I'm still on my four to five hours of sleep schedule and got to just go, go, go all the time. And then wouldn't be spending time with my family. That's one of the things that happened during the holidays. You should, you know, get to spend more time with your family. So none of that was happening. I was going from 100% to literally 0% productivity. So when you keep that in mind, then when I say 30 to 40%, that to me is a win any day of the week. Okay. I would take 30% over 0% any given day. Now, what I do to channel that, so let, let's dive into like what is being done in that 30% and how am I utilizing that time? So instead of doing three main tasks a day, say if my day is compiled of like three short-term goals, like I need to hit these, okay, three main things. Now it's getting down to one. Instead of doing three major things a day, I'm doing one major thing a day. So it's not that that's all I'm doing and then I'm staring at the ceiling for the rest of the time. How am I staying productive for the rest of the day? I'm spending more time with my son, whether we're playing FIFA, whether we're hanging out, talking, like just geeking out on soccer, watching movies, whatever, spending time with my family and I'm getting proper sleep. Again, you guys know me. I take a lot of pride in this sick thing where I say I only sleep for four to five hours. I don't recommend do anybody doing that, but I just, that's just how my brain works. Okay. I sleep for four to five hours and then I'm just ready to go. But during the holidays, I'm getting proper eight hours of sleep. So that's one of those things that I want to tell you that 
you can be less productive in terms of like your work life, but you can still be productive and doing things that actually are constructive. So like for me to spend more time with my family, for me to getting proper sleep, giving my body some rest, those are all helpful things, okay? So that's my thought process, how to still, uh, you know, be productive during the holidays. And what that does is that my 30% is, again, like we said, is better than 0%. When the holidays are over and we're into our New Year's resolution, we got to hit the ground running, I can easily pick it back up and hit my 110% because I was never down to 0%. Like I said, I was never giving up. I was still doing something. So I was, I was on cruise control. Now I'm going to, you know, floor it again and just go from there. Now let's start taking on some of the questions that came in and I'm going to start just, you know, kind of do a rapid fire round. So the first one is what I asked, what keeps you from staying motivated? So the question was, some people misunderstood it. Some people thought I meant like, what keeps you going? So they said, you know, your teaching style, you keep me motivated. But the question was, what keeps you from staying motivated? So like, what's holding you back from, you know, being motivated? So the first one is that uh, a little a little one on the way. So she said, a little one on the way, the only thing that counts right now. So for that particular one, I have absolutely zero comments because again, I only want to talk about things uh, that I've experienced. So I've never carried a baby, so I can't really talk about that. So you got me, do you, okay? Another problem is watching movies. Somebody said, I watch too many movies. So here's my solution. I used to do that, watch one, make one, okay? What I mean by that is don't make a movie. You don't have to watch a Tarantino Pulp Fiction, go make a Pulp Fiction. But what I mean is in our world, the color grading world, I'll watch dark and then I'll go create a look on dark. So I'll go watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I will pick a frame and I will recreate a look from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So what that does is that it does two things. One, now it's a win-win. Good for you. Go watch 10 movies a day and then create 10 different looks a day. But what's really going to happen realistically is that you're going to kind of just go, this is a lot of work, man. Like this is a lot of work. Every time I watch a movie, I have to create a look. I'm just going to not watch that many movies. See? So it's sort of like a constructive thing that you're doing to yourself to kind of balance out uh, and figure out like the right balance there. Another problem somebody mentioned is there's some kind of internal resistance. It's very complex to understand. So for that one, I'm going to say, put your brain on timeout, okay? Sometimes we have to turn off the logical side of our brain and run with our gut. Uh, go with your first instinct. And I'm telling you that, okay? Like, just run with it. And trust me, you'll look back and you'll thank yourself for not listening to your brain, but like really going with your gut or going with your heart. So that's my solution for that. Another person says judgment. Um, you know, fear of judgment is holding this person back. And to that, I say, fuck that, okay? It doesn't matter. You can't satisfy everybody. I know for a fact that even Mother Teresa had haters, okay? Gandhi had haters it was so bad that he was actually assassinated, okay? And this dude changed the freaking world. 
Like, I mean, there's so many books written on him and the contributions and the things that he's done. Martin Luther King, the list just goes on of people that made real change and what happened to him. So if you and I think that we have haters or, you know, people are judging us, imagine those people, okay? So when you keep that in mind, it lifts all the pressure, you know, from your shoulders and, you know, you feel this relief and then you can just go in and, uh, you know, keep pushing. Another one is laziness. Now, procrastination is a big one, right? So somebody said laziness. To that, I say, stop focusing on the bigger picture and start looking at the granular things that you can do, the, the tangible stuff that's right in front of you that you can achieve right now um, in that moment, okay? A lot of, a lot of the people, uh, what happens is that you get in that mindset because you're looking at the five-year window and it's just too much to do to get there. So you never start. Break it down, start looking at the small pieces and start attacking those, okay? Lacking resources because of money. So this one is very interesting because lacking resources because of money, so money is the issue. What you need to do is stop looking at what you can't do and start looking at what you can do. So this is sort of like a rah-rah, right? So let's put it in a practical you know, manner, what I'm talking about. Say you wanna be a colorist. You don't have the money for a monitor. Well, what's the next best thing that you can do? You can learn to use scopes. You can really understand how scopes work and put your trust and rely on scopes instead of, you know, the screen that you can't rely on because you can't drop $5,000, $10,000 on getting a broadcast monitor. You understand what I'm saying? So start looking at solutions in, instead of just like kind of throwing in the towel and going, I don't have money, I can't do this, okay? And then somebody said, little sleep. So for that, I'm gonna go back to what I'm doing. Definitely sleep more, uh, let go of the pressure and you know, spoil yourself during this time, okay? It's okay, it is okay, because this does not last for 12 months. It's only like a month, month and a half you know, period. So it's okay to kind of just let go, take it easy and uh, try to get proper sleep. It's very important, and especially if you can build a good habit during this time, good for you. And then somebody else said, uh, seeing other people doing better than me, hey, this is a real thing. This is definitely a real thing, and I have gone through it many times. Here's, here's my suggestion on that, okay? You have to remember that they all started from somewhere. Not everybody was hitting home run from day one. That is just not the truth. So when you make your idols into human beings instead of like immortals and like gods, then it's really easy to make wherever they are, that goal achievable. And then you know that if you're persistent, if you're working hard toward that goal, you will get there, okay? So that's the way to look at it, that not everybody started what you're seeing. When somebody lands on the Cosman's page and you wanna be a colorist and you have five followers and you go to my page and you look at that I have 221,000 followers and you go, all right, I'm done, I'll never get there. Don't look at it like that. Look at it as at J uh, July of last year, I had 570 followers, not 500, you know, or not, not 15,000, actually 560 or 70 followers last July. So look at 
what can be achieved, what can be possible if you just put your head down and go and just use that momentum, okay? Somebody else said, not getting work. That's also a tough one, okay? I've been there. I've been in that situation, so you're not getting work, so what's the point of staying motivated? It's not working out. This is the perfect opportunity to start offering your services for free, and when I say that, before you freak out, hear me out. This is your opportunity to be the quarterback, okay? Uh, you start offering your services for projects that you know are gonna catapult your career. You know that they're gonna get you to the next level. So um, if you're starting out and you're not that good because you're just new at whatever it is that you're doing, uh, you're gonna be getting really subpar jobs, right? Like, I mean, $200, $100 a day job, like it's not really gonna get you where you need to go. So how about if you aim for a $1,000 a day job but offer your services for free but you're getting that caliber of work, even if it's free, what do you think it's going to do to you when this client looks at that work and goes, oh my God, he worked with this artist and he's done this? They're gonna come and pay you uh, what you're worth, okay? Now let's move on to the next one, which is uh, somebody said distractions. So distractions is a big problem. And uh, to help fight distractions, there's this thing that I use called Pomodoro. It, it's a method or a technique. Pomodoro is basically you stay hyper-focused uh, for quick stints. So you stay hyper-focused for 15 minutes and you take five minutes off. You stay hyper-focused for 25 minutes and you take five minutes off. So you go in these like hyper-focused like stints where you just like, boom, like you put your phone on silent and you go for 25 minutes and boom, you take five minutes off. You walk away, you take a break, you come back, you go hard for 25 minutes, you take five minutes off. So Pomodoro is a great method. I use it to this day and it's literally insane. You can download apps and try it that way and uh, you know just see if it helps and if it works for you, but you have to be you know pretty disciplined with it. You can't use Pomodoro and then still check your phone, stuff like that. You really have to play the game, uh, you know, by the rules. Now let's uh, talk about another one. Knowing that it's not sure that all this work is gonna pay off. So again, these are all so good. So, you know, when you just know that, you know, you're not sure if it's gonna pay off or not. Uh, to that, I say, stop looking at the glass half empty, okay? That is the problem with so many people out there that we all, you know, tend to lean in that direction, right? Like we look at the glass half empty and we don't really know if we should commit all the way. Um, so my solution for that is be naive, go all in and just trust the process. And based on my personal experience, I can tell you that things worked out for me genuinely 100% of the time. There's not a single time when I said, I went all in, I was naive about it, I just threw myself in there and it didn't work out for me. So trust that process and just run with it, okay? Instead of like doubting yourself. Um, another one is uh, when you end up in a scenario where things aren't in your control. Okay, this is, you might think that that's the case, but it's the other way around. You need to take ownership. You need to take accountability. And uh, you need to take charge of as much as you could. Now, if you're in a working environment and your boss tells you your job is to only do X, Y, and Z, but you're not supposed to do anything outside of that, 
then know to play the game. Like that's what you're told. Don't get like, you know, butthurt about it. Give your 110% for that particular parameters that you were given and uh, hope for the best. What else? Okay, so another great one is being so overwhelmed by all the things I want to do that I don't know where to start. Epic, right? This is another great one because how many times does that happen to us that we're just like, there's too many things that I want to do. There's not enough time in the day. And for that, my solution is one, this is the classic case of analysis paralysis, right? Like, I mean, you just have so many choices that you don't know which one to choose. So here's my game plan for that. Turn macro into micro. What I mean by that is you got these huge goals, right? Five-year plan. Start breaking it down into long-term and short-term goals. So that is like still a bigger picture, but now we're breaking it down. We're chopping it up. Then start chopping it up into months, monthly goals, weekly goals, daily goals, and then hourly goals. I'm telling you, it will... I mean, it's really, if I go that I need to drink 80 bottles of water in the next week, is that too daunting? Or if I were to go, I have to drink six bottles a day. And then if I break it further down, I have to drink one bottle every four hours or like whatever the math is, right? Three hours, four hours. So if I break it down like that, you see how easy it is compared to like the big 80 bottle number? And uh, it applies to all the things, okay? If you start thinking like that, so break it down that way, chop it up, it's super easy, not a big deal at all. I'm gonna start taking some questions here because I told you that was a rapid fire. I just wanna load as much information as possible instru- you know, instead of just fluffing it out so you guys get the meat and then just start applying it. So let me see what kind of questions we're getting. So, okay, so I'm gonna take this one. This is from Nick. Like, what do you personally do to stay inspired? And brother, like I mentioned, like those things, right? So if if it's being difficult for me, which it is right now during the holidays, then I'm gonna take it easy. I'm gonna slow down first of all, and all my moves are gonna be much more calculated. So instead of like before, I'm just like 110% and hit it, hit it, hit it, now, Instead of doing three main things a day, I will do one, but it will be the calculated thing. It will bring the most ROI. Like, I mean, it's going to make the most impact. And then I'm going to spend the rest of the time uh, chilling with my family. That's what I've been doing. So like hanging out with Julian, you know, talking about soccer, watching soccer, all that stuff, hanging out with Dana. Dana has family in town too. So it's like, you know, we're we're doing all these things to kind of just like, you know, take advantage of this time instead of just like being cranky and I want to go 100%, I can't go 100%, I'm feeling lazy, blah, 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 all those things. So staying productive, doing all of that. Let's take another one. Let's see what else we got. All right, so let's talk about this too. Let's let's go a little bit granular, okay? So somebody's asking, what's your morning routine? So morning routine is pretty simple. Take pre-workout. It takes about 15 minutes to kick in. Then I you know, get to my desk, I start working on my post, you know, for Instagram and YouTube. So I prep my post, write the copy for it, upload it. Then I'm, you know, hitting the gym, working out in my garage. I work out, I listen to, you know, my audio books. I listen to a lot of audio books, okay? You got to surround yourself and listen to people that have done more than you and that can channel and guide you in the right direction. So I listen to my audiobooks. That really aligns my thinking and gets me uh, ready for the day. 
Then I go get coffee, again, listening to audiobooks. Uh, I get home, I shower, and then I'm ready to go. Then those three like main things that I usually do in my day, but like recently, like I said, during the holidays, it's one instead of three, and then whatever it is, I'm gonna hit it hard. So today, it was like a live that I'm doing, and then after that, I'm gonna be recording a YouTube video, editing a YouTube, shooting a YouTube video, editing a YouTube video, the tutorial section of the YouTube video, getting it prepared to like market it so it goes on my you know email list and all that stuff. So all that is gonna be handled. That's the one task today. And then tomorrow is gonna be a different day. So that's how um, I take it. Okay, so this is a good one too. What are your thoughts on motivation versus discipline? I honestly think that they kind of go hand in hand. You can't do one without the other. Discipline is more important to me than a lot of things, okay? Um, as I always say, I mean, talent is a commodity, you know, and, and hard work is a rarity, and I believe in that. I feel like, I feel like hard work and discipline is what forms a legend, right? I mean, these are like the traits of the people that really made a difference. And if you really wanna get better at something, uh, color grading, cinematography, whatever your skill set is, and want to be known for that. Forget about like it, success is not an event. Success is not something that happens one time. Okay, dog face. Everybody thinks blew up after that one you know video that went viral. But when I went and started doing some digging, this dude has been producing content forever, man. He's been creating content for TikTok forever. And then one blew up and we look at that one video and we say overnight success, but it's not an event. You know, it is actually a ritual. It's something that you do day in and day out. Success is a habit. Like it, it's formed over time. Okay. So, I mean, that's what I would say. I mean, it, they, they go hand in hand for me. All right. I'm going to take more questions. Okay. So that's a pretty good one. Let me suggest some books to you guys. If you're, dealing with like building proper habits, but you, you know, just don't really know where to start. There's a book called Atomic Habit and it's by James Clear. Seriously, there's nothing better. Just eat it up, gobble it, get it on Audible, get it at, like as a hard copy, like however you like to read it. Uh, that's one of the books that I would recommend. If you want to get pumped and juiced and just hit the ground running, uh, Be Obsessed or Be Average by Grant Cardone. I mean, there's nobody better in the game when it comes to like really just, man, like just getting pumped up. And again, it's not all rah-rah, like he backs it up with practical information. So that is an amazing one. Gary V has a couple of books out there. I'm, I'm trying to think. The, the book that is basically a Q&A driven, that's a really good one. So I mean, Crush It is also really, really good. So get one of his books again. It's loaded with practical information that you will take and apply it. And then once you listen to these books, the way I do it is that if anything is worth, you know, listening or implementing, you have to do it more than once. You can't just read or listen to a book once and just like, you know, pack it and set it and forget it. You can't do that. You have to revisit it, let that become a part of you and then implement, okay? you saw my, my quote, like learn and apply. You have to learn something, then you have to apply it right away for it to get, you know, buried in your head. Let's take some more questions. All right, so do you play games? Yes, I mean, I 
only play one game. I I mean, I grew up playing games, but never been a crazy gamer. Um, but FIFA, FIFA is it. If I will have time to play games, it's going to be FIFA. I play the ultimate team. I drop so much money. And if you guys are on PlayStation, then uh, my handle is the cause man. But I'm, I'm crazy. Like I spend tons of money on FIFA. I'm super stoked about the Black Friday because they're going to drop so many different packs and players and all that. So it's going to be crazy. I'm going to be dropping some serious, serious cash to just get the best players and all that. So FIFA is one of the games that I play. But again, it comes out at the right time because it's during the holidays. So I play it for a couple of months, get it out of my system. And then January, you know, February is like when I just start hitting it hard and then just focus on my business, work and all that. And then, you know, FIFA goes in the background for, for the most part. All right, let's take a few more questions. I mean, this is also a good one. Obviously, stay away from like, you know, carb loaded stuff, right? So rice is a killer. It's it's a productivity killer. It's just a it just makes my mind goes numb. I love rice, but it does that, you know, uh, non or, you know, pita like pita bread, like any of those, like anything that has starch and it's just like filled with carbs is going to kill you. Um, I'm obviously not an expert to talk about like food and nutrition, but uh, Caesar salad is my go-to or something that's just pretty light. I can eat it and just, you know, keep my energy up. I mean, I'm a monkey when it comes to bananas. Like bananas are epic, you know, and, and they give you pota potassium. Like they give you so much energy, so much juice in the moment. Like anytime I eat a banana, like two minutes later, I'm I'm feeling it and I'm just going. So that's about it. Like, I mean, I'm not like I said, I mean, I'm I'm not like I, I'm not on a certain plan or follow any specific like diet guidelines, but those are the things uh, that I would avoid or use. Let me see if there's more questions. But uh, okay, so yeah, the book one I've already answered. What else? I mean, 10x by Grant Cardone. Grant Cardone is really epic too. And then um, man, there's it's just like you know when you're I'm sure there's a tons of like stuff that I can just go through and go, yeah, this one, this one, I didn't mention all those books. Maybe I'll throw it on my story. All right, so somebody asked, any goals you have set for yourself currently as a colorist you'd like to share? So something that I'm working on right now is that, uh, what is the direction of the business, right? So I mean, where, and this is just me being super transparent with you guys. So where do I wanna go right now from here? Obviously teaching, and the influencer lifestyle and, and the, you know, personal brand take is taking up a lot of time, right? So now it's the battle between how much freelance work and, and work as a company should I bring in and take on compared to, you know, saying no to that and spend more time and double downing on basically all my uh, personal brand stuff. So this is the battle that I'm fighting right now. Obviously, because if you're going to be an influencer and if you're going to get your name out there, you get hit up so much. So like right now, the biggest problem uh, that I'm facing is just keep saying no, 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 no to like projects because I just don't have the bandwidth. And I have to make that call, like I said, where either I provide value to you guys and I keep creating content for you guys. But that actually takes time from, you know, the working hours um, so I'm trying to find that balance. I definitely don't want to give, give up one to do, you know, the other one full time. 
but it's a fine line and I'm trying to figure it out like where I do half and half and it's a win-win nobody loses you know it's not like I'm giving only 50% here and 50% here I want to figure out a way to still give 100 and 100 but how do you do that I haven't figured it out yet all right so I'm sure we talked about it many times but somebody asked your advice for new people uh, just getting into video making or filmmaking so the advice is, you know, what I talk about all the time is that uh, reach out to people that you look up to. Don't reach out to David Fincher on Instagram. Reach out to people that you think are in your reach. And, uh, you know, 1,000 followers, 1,500 followers, but their work is impeccable. Reach out to them, offer services for free, and start building that network and eventually what's going to happen is that, you know, a paid gig comes along and they're just like, I'm used to this guy. He kills it. Um, I would just rather not take a chance and go with, you know, Joe. And then they'll just reach out to you and you, they'll be like, Joe, uh, what do you want to charge for this project? And then you put a price on it and go from there. OK, easiest, simplest way. It's a glitch in the system. I keep talking about it. Not many people actually do it, but the ones that do do it drop in my DM and tell me that their life has freaking changed because it was just that easy. They, they implemented that bit and said the same exact words that just came out of my mouth and then it just worked for them and their, you know, their, their career just like took off. So it's that simple. So somebody's asking, with Black Friday sales going on, any suggestions on your favorite plugins for Resolve? So yes, I would say go on Film Convert and uh, try to get their products. Obviously, people that are part of the masterclass get 30% off, but I don't know what they got going on right now. But the way Film Convert works and Film Convert with FCM works is that even if they have a 50% off, you can tack on 30% if you're part of the masterclass and get 80% off and pay only 20% to get their products. Their film lots are some of the best and especially because it's a plugin, so it gives you so much control of the grain and how you can use all those things. Sometimes over Resolve's grain plugin, I use their grain because I just like it. I like the weight on it and the texture on it. So uh, Film Convert is excellent. Impulse is really good. I don't know if Impulse is doing any sales, but I-M-P-U-L-Z. Uh, check them out. And if they're doing any Black Friday deals, they have tons of options. And uh, go with Film Convert first, but if you can't find a film emulation LUT that you're looking for, then obviously use Impulse. Impulse has a wide, wide variety of like stuff there. So look at those two. Go Between them, you should be pretty good. Okay, so this one is a good one too. Somebody said how to deal with failing a lot of time because after failing a lot, uh, people get depressed. So true, right? Nobody likes to fail, like, but that is the path you have to take. That's the path to success. Whether you look at Thomas Edison to whether you look at uh, Henry Ford, like these guys have failed thousands of times, not hundreds, but thousands of times. Uh, the guy who created Dyson um, vacuum failed 5,001 times before, you know, his uh, vacuum was patented and then it turned into, you know, what Dyson brand is, which is like the Rolls Royce of like, you know, vacuums. And that's just the name of the game, right? You have to put in the hours, you have to put in the heart and soul, and then take a lot of heartache. And you have to go past that. The people that come out on top and that we remember, 
they actually went through that hurdle and that hump and came out on the other side. And that's how and that's why we remember them. Everybody else that was just too weak, they stopped right at that failure and then never tried again. So nobody remembers them. All right, guys, this was unreal. This was so good. You guys were absolutely insane with all the questions. Love you guys. And like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to be taking a few things and and try to stay as productive as possible with what you got going on in your life. So the the moral of this entire conversation, if we were to just like, you know, sum it up is that, again, instead of three things, do one thing. So literally reduce your productivity to like 33 or you know 35%. But focus on that one thing, one thing is better than zero things. And then on top of it, actually slow down, give yourself a break, spend time with your family, get proper sleep. And that will help you develop better habits. And then ultimately, when it's time to go, you will already be in the zone, you will already be doing it. So like, it's easy to go from 40 to 100 than zero to 100. Okay. So I am always here to share things that are happening in my life that can bring or shed some sort of light and bring some sort of value where you guys can just cherry pick what works in your particular situation. And then that way, we can all just help each other keep moving on. Um, you guys help me so much with even just bringing up these questions because it really gives me the time to sit back and think about it and come up with, and sometimes it solves my problems. Like sometimes I see a question and I go, I have a bad habit of doing X, Y, and Z. I need to work on it and I need to get better at it. So it goes both ways. It's a win-win. I'm always honored and happy to share these thoughts with you guys. And uh, seriously, beyond lucky to have an audience like this, where everybody is so involved. This was another epic conversation. We're going to come up with a different topic next week. And until then, stay productive. And it's okay to take it easy. And if you want to slow it down, slow it down. I give you permission. Until next time. Guys, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with friends, subscribe to this channel, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank <laughs> you.